All of us need to demand a Congress brave enough to stand up to the gun lobby's lies. All of us need to stand up and protect its citizens. All of us need to demand governors and legislators and businesses do their part to make our communities safer. We need the wide majority of responsible gun owners who grieve with us every time this happens and feel like your views are not being properly represented to join with us to demand something better. As President Obama grasped the nettle on gun control, an editorial on the BMJ.com calls for Congress to follow his lead and fund research which will allow us to measure the effects of that gun control. I'm joined by one of the co-authors of that editorial, Fred Dravara, who is at Seattle Children's Research Institute and the Harborview Injury Prevention and Research Centre, to talk about gun research. Hi Fred, thanks for joining us. My pleasure. So Obama uh, has now reversed the Dickey Amendment, that was the federal ban on gun violence research, um, and that happened in 2013. Um, but it was actually your research into gun ownership as a risk factor for homicides in the home that might have triggered some of the events that, that led it to be put in place in the first place. So can you take us through what happened? Well, we know that guns are an enormous public health problem in the United States, and in fact, around the world. In the United States, there are over 30,000 people a year who die from guns, and about almost two-thirds of those are actually from suicides and one-third from homicides and a few from um, unintentional accidental injuries. So it is a fairly enormous public health problem and I think therefore it demands um, some investigation and response from the public health community. Dr. Arthur Kellerman and myself with other colleagues um, conducted a series of studies to try to answer some important questions, namely whether or not having a gun in the home increased the risk of violent death. We did a study on homicide, we did another study on suicide, and some follow-up studies to those. These were all published in the New England Journal of Medicine, but they really created a strong reaction from the National Rifle Association, the NRA. Um, these, we didn't call for gun control in these articles. We simply pointed out that having a gun in the home significantly increased the risk of a violent death, both a homicide and a suicide, and that people needed to really consider what's the benefit of having a gun in the home. Dr. Kellerman had done some previous work that showed that for every time an intruder is shot, there would be 43 people in the home that would be killed with the gun, mostly through suicide. So this work was published in the New England Journal of Medicine, and um, the NRA really undertook a concerted campaign to try to discredit this work, and they were unsuccessful in trying to discredit it, so they then turned their attention to Congress to remove funding for this sort of work. The work had been funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC here in the United States, and the initial effort by Congress was to try to um, stop all injury research by the CDC to remove all funding by the, um, for injury research at the CDC. They weren't successful in passing that, but what they ended up doing was two things. They reduced the injury center's budget at the CDC by the same amount of money that was being spent um, on gun research, 
and they also passed a amendment now called the Dickey Amendment that essentially said um, that no funding um, provided by Congress to the CDC could be used for um, gun control advocacy. Well, our research was not really um, aimed at gun control. It was simply to try to look at what's the risk of having a gun in the home. But the net effect of this was that the CDC stopped in 1996 funding gun research. And that has continued to this day because Congress has continued to watch over them and has continued to um, refuse them any money for gun research. As a result of this, there's really been a, a chilling effect on gun research in the United States because the CDC has was at that time the major organization in the federal government that was funding gun research. The um, NIH um, also came under those same restrictions. And um, as of even this past year, Congress has again refused to provide funding for gun research. How did that get through Congress? Um... You have to realize that um, the... NRA is a very powerful lobbying organization in the United States and um, has been effective in scaring um, the United States Congress into not doing, um, not passing more stringent gun control laws. The um, NRA will target individual congressmen if they do support um, gun control. And as a result, Congress is really quite fearful of them, and I think continues to be so to this day. I think that they, um, back when this was done in 1996, were just quite powerful, and um, there weren't really any groups at that time that were organized um, against the NRA, and they were successful in, in getting this amendment passed and have been successful in keeping it that way to this day. And how did the research community react to that restriction on funding? Well, it was a, it was a, I think a very threatening action, um, and the the net result was that um, the amount of research done by people in universities on gun violence dropped dramatically. Researchers in our institution, our country, have to generally um, fund their own way have to fund their research through usually federal grants or 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 fund foundation grants since the majority of the funding in the United States for research comes from the federal government drying up that source of funding for gun research resulted in this precipitous decline in the number of people doing gun research. There are a few people that continue to do it, and the Joyce Foundation out of Chicago is one of the few sites that continue to fund gun research. But the net result was that there was a fairly dramatic drop in in gun research. You know, why is this important? Well, I want to point people to think about motor vehicle crashes. Over the last 50 years, there's been a dramatic reduction in motor vehicle crash deaths in all um, high-income countries of the world. This is despite the fact that um, people drive much more now than they did 50 years ago. And the reason is this is that it's been a combination of research by investigators at universities as well as the federal government, a combination of tracking of motor vehicles, tracking of licensed drivers, tracking of crashes, and 
improvements in the core design and the road design. All those factors together have resulted in this dramatic reduction in motor vehicle fatality rates by on the order of 80% or more in the, in the last 50 years. Now, those same things aren't happening for, for gun violence. We don't have ways of tracking guns in the United States. We don't have ways of tracking individuals who own guns. And we haven't had the um, response of the industry to make guns safer. And we haven't had um, research to try to look at what are the risk factors, what what interventions actually make a difference, and to try to gradually move the field forward. So those things has resulted in the fact that gun violence continues to be a major public health problem in the United States. And in many states of the United States now, there are more deaths from gun violence than there are from motor vehicle crashes. Now, sitting in Europe, um, I think we have a particular view of of Americans and guns, um, but I'm very aware that that's our view, you know, down the telescope from across the pond. So, what is it actually like on the ground? Is what's going on with with the public opinion around around gun violence and and gun deaths? Well, there have been many surveys of the public about gun violence and gun control. And in fact, the uh, majority of Americans in the United States would like to have more strict control over who owns a gun and more strict control over sales of guns. Um, unfortunately, um, the our leaders in Congress have not followed the um, sort of the public opinion and voted to do so. And again, I think it's because of their concern for lobbying efforts by the NRA and other organizations such as them. Um, but do you think there is a change in that? As uh, I'm thinking around particularly recent events that have thrown spotlight on um, gun deaths, and we heard Obama's really powerful speech about, you know, um, the need for, for tighter controls on guns. So is, do you have a, a sense that, that things are changing? Well, I think that the United States was certainly shaken by the events of in Newtown, Connecticut in December of 2012. The president uh, appointed the vice president to head a commission to look at um, methods to reduce gun violence. The president in January of 2013 issued 23 executive orders to address gun violence. And more recently, he... um, he spoke again very tearfully um, to the public about the recent mass shootings in the United States. There was an article in the New York Times this morning on the front page that talked about how essentially nothing has happened since his latest impassioned speech. Um, I, I think that there certainly is more attention to this or this issue. It has come up in the now the campaign for the presidency. Um, whether there will actually be any changes is unclear. I think there um, have been changes at the state level because that people have uh, are, are pessimistic about changes at the federal level. So I think a lot of attention is instead being turned to the state level and what states can do individually to try to restrict um, access to guns um, by people that shouldn't own them. I think that it's important for us to all realize that there is a Second Amendment that um, the Supreme Court has upheld that interpreting it as individual right to own guns. I'm not saying that we should get rid of all guns. I think that all of us who believe that 
what we need to do is to try to limit the um, access to guns by people who um, will misuse them. And remember that 63% of the gun deaths in the United States are suicides. And so that's a real concern about um, having access uh, to guns by people that may use those to harm themselves. I mean, you say at the moment um, the picture doesn't look particularly rosy, but uh, do you feel like you know there, there might be some light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to, to actually getting hold of money to carry out uh, proper um, gun violence research? I don't know. I, I think that many people thought after the Newtown shootings that there would be a, a real change um, at the national level and... Um, there really has been minimal change at the national level. I think the change is really happening in individual communities that are trying to address the problem of gun violence. But again, Congress has not responded, and the president is clearly frustrated with that. Whether our new president um, the next year will be any more successful with Congress than Minister Obama has been able to be, I don't know. You've been listening to Fred Rivara talk about funding for gun violence research in the USA. To read more, the article Unsafe and Understudied, the US Gun Problem is now available on thebmj.com.